Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to attend the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to attend the Channelized Bing Bingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, we were joined by Queen of the Jungle, uh, Euros winning lioness, mm. all-round good egg, Jill Scott. She Jill was great, Scott, wasn't she? Uh, absolutely brilliant. Lovely she, lady. Oh, yeah, really knows a lot about a lot and yeah. is a nice person. No, it's, it's just, I love, that, I love the sort of, when people win, I mean, we obviously know Phil Tufnell and others. Yeah. And Harry, it's all, you win, or Joe Pasquale. Yeah. A lot of nice people win, I'm assuming. They go, they go it, off they? and, yeah. and all doors open stuff. for them that yeah. weren't there before. It's fascinating. So Lovely. Jill was telling us about that. Um, what else did we do? We had a chat with Rory Bremner. Yeah. He's in Quiz, the play about the coughing major. Yes. In, uh, in, uh, 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 I'm, yes, who wants to be you a millionaire? You were pretty harsh on, I thought, Paul. You know, yeah. and I, I look mean, forward yeah, the to evidence, the, I think the evidence the, is pointing. The writ point, dropping onto your Evidence mat. is pointing that way, let's be honest. <laughs> Um, he so did we, about 55 other voices as well, so that was did, fun. He did, yeah, he was good. Uh, we had a bit of a chat. We did. And you, you did some... Yes. You did something... Bad jokes. You did something... You sang something. <laughs> wow. That's Went definitely going in the podcast. Went through, it was like, oh, it was like it was nails like, down a blackboard. It was nails down a few of the listeners said, <laughs> what was that? Honestly, stay tuned, you won't be. It's really some annoying. Some people have, have messaged me what else they sing along yeah. to. <laughs> It was really annoying. Anyway, so hope it annoys you as much as it did us. Here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Chuck. Good afternoon, Paul. I just want to start the show yes. by sending our best friends of the show. Two friends of the show, also yeah. actual friends. Mm. Um, uh, Matt Ford has got... Uh, he thought he had sciatica. He has a, a tumour on... On his spine, yes. he's, he's going to be having treatment for that. Matt, of course, is a, a comedian and a regular on the show. Big yeah, Nottingham big Forest, Forest fan. fan, yeah, yes. And Mark Steele, of course, has uh, been diagnosed with throat cancer, and he's getting treatment as well. Yeah. So, both friends of the show, mm, both dude. actual friends, very, very funny men. Absolute massive football fans, both of them, and obviously, I send them the best, and I think we the show will send them yeah, the best. The show yeah. does. We wish them both well. Um, we said Kevin Day's going to be joining us a little bit later on. It's actually a new book he's written. We've talked before about the price of football podcast that he does with Kieran Maguire, which is a fascinating listen. It kind of demystifies sort of football finance. Yeah. And they've written a really interesting book, Unfit and Improper Persons. They're the two of them uh, and their producer on the podcast are basically take you through the whole process of starting a football club on a Sunday morning, the, yeah. ult the, the ultimate uh, grass in grassroots, right through the Premier League and the different pitfalls and the different things you encounter and the changes you have to make to the club. Well, just thinking of Mark White when I thought about this at Dorking yeah. Wanderers, because he's trying to do the same he's thing. Well, he's, he? doing, he's doing yeah. the same thing. He they're, is effectively they're doing the same thing. the National thing. League as well. So. But it's fascinating stuff. An Idiot's Guide to Owning a Football Club, and Kev's going to pop in shortly and have a chat about that. Great news about um, Euro 28. Yes, really good. Um, it, it is fantastic that, uh, that it's coming back here after all this time. I mean, we've had a kind of taste of it 
it recently, which sort of takes the edge off for those countries that got it last time because it's only been a couple of years since we've seen games. But do I have the tournament proper? Because yeah. I've got great memories of Euro 96 and, you know, the way we... we brought people that event and it was yeah. fantastic so absolutely fantastic as everybody and, and behaves I, themselves I, Ireland being involved as well that's, yeah, that, exactly. that's fantastic that's to it, yeah. no South West in there Paul which is my only one yeah. bugbear where would you have played well you can play it at Plymouth Argyle of course they've got yeah. a big enough stadium to have you know the South West often gets missed out South in these South West should have been represented it should be somewhere along the line but that's my only bugbear it is a cause for celebration of course yes it certainly is and also, but they're saying that we might not have to that we might not have to qualify but but our teams might want to qualify. Well, um, we're going to ask Martin Lipton, who understands these things from the Sun, because, yeah, the story's suggesting today, because they want more competitive games in the build-up to the tournament, mm. England would want to qualify. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think you get the choice. No. Um, I, I don't quite know how it works anymore. There might be some uh, countries that are hosting this tournament thinking... Yeah, I think we'll automatically qualify yeah. if you don't mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah. we'll find out from Martin. We'll also talk about the 2034 World Cup, which is effectively sewn up. It is pretty shameful from Infantino, but more on that later on. And uh, other matters besides. Um, a few things to get you involved in. Goalkeeper, emergency goalkeeper appearance is slightly less successful than Olivier Giroud's. If you were listening yesterday, we spoke to... Um, Andy Brassel, our European football expert, as you always do on a Monday, and review the weekend. And you'll probably be aware that former Arsenal and Chelsea striker Olivier Giroud went in goal yeah. for Milan, pulled off a pretty good save and did rather well. But maybe they've got a touch over the top. I'll make Gab Marcotti today saying, yeah, we get the idea, you know, it's a bit of a gimmick. They've now put him in the list of goalkeepers. Oh, so on, on the website, on and they're selling his shirt. Oh, that, the, the Mary Earps Effectively, effect. they were selling it in the shops before <laughs> they were selling Mary Earps shirts. <laughs> Olivier Giroud goalkeeper. Yeah. So you can buy, I can't think of many Milan fans who are going to buy Olivier Giroud goalkeeper's shirt. The but, football shirt market has gone mad, Paul, I mean, so, you know. Um, you know, somebody will go out and they'll go and spend like 80 quid on that. It's about 95 euros. And they'll go to the game, wouldn't they? They'll wander into the San Siro and there's people saying, what are you wearing that for, mate? <laughs> yeah, no, it seemed like a good idea. It seemed quite funny when I was in the shop having Giroud put on the back number one. Do you think it's that he's been so underrated his whole career, Giroud, mm. I think? You know, a brilliant, brilliant footballer. Yeah. Like loads of, and won loads of stuff, isn't he? But really underrated. He's, do you think he's finally thinking, maybe this is it. Maybe this is when I get my due. See, the last couple of years out as a keeper. But, um, so they've gone big on it. Milan but for every performance like that yeah. when you're called upon to be an emergency keeper nine times out of ten it's an utter disaster mm. it happened to me I've mentioned it before but very quickly we played against another team a Sunday morning team that was made up of most of my schoolmates and boys I went to school with and played football with at school and um, the keeper was sick turned up for the game and they said, oh, he's, he's ill, he's been sick all night, he can't play. Who's going to go and go? And I, you know, everybody gets their head down, they always <laughs> Suddenly do. takes a step back. No, and I thought, <laughs> and they, in the end, I said, OK, I'll go in goal. But this team were really good, yeah. you know, they were a good team. And they battered us about 11-2. Oh, I maintain that very few of those goals were down to me, our keeper wasn't the same. Imagine going into school on a Monday, yeah. like 13, 14 years old, being beaten 11-2 yeah, by 11. most of your schoolmates. What a nightmare. So that's what, yeah. God, that's what emergency keepers normally like. But we want to know, you know... Do you want to know when people have gone in themselves? I think that's Yeah, quite, that's yeah, what I want. If you said, you want, yeah, I was it? called yeah. upon and, uh, you know, I wasn't about... Uh, absolutely You know, taught. I was called upon in the TalkSport trophy. I don't like to talk about it, Paul, but remember I saved the, you I saved the penalties yeah. so we won the game. You were the Olivier Giroud. In many ways, it's the opposite. 
Well, I did buy a Baker One shirt off the back of that. <laughs> so, so that's one thing to get you going on. Less successful emergency keeper appearances than Giroux's. Winning stuff with your mum, Matt Fitzpatrick. Oh, that's a, such a great... What, a, what exactly a couple of weeks for that. the Fitzpatrick family. Yeah, it's been sensational, isn't it? Uh, Won he, the Ryder Cup and then Susan. he turns up at Dunhill Link saying he's just going to knock it about a bit and have a bit of a laugh. Shoot 66, 64, 66, I yeah. think it was. And then and also wins the, the Pro-Am with his mum. That's right. Um, she, Susan, his mum, obviously plays a lot of golf. It's in the it's in the family. It's in the blood. But she just had a big knee operation, so she had, it was a bit of a tiger situation okay, there. But yeah. she went out and played, and they won it. What a great feeling! Yeah, yeah kept amazing. it in the family. Amazing. So you wanted winning stuff for your mum? Yeah, that's nice, isn't it? If, yeah, if, I mean, if, I wonder how many of those there would be well, winning we'll, stuff. We'll for your find mum. out. There we'll might find be out. there might be none. Okay. When were you in a team with your mum? That's good fun, isn't it? Yeah, that, that's not bad. When were you in a team with your mum? <laughs> Winning stuff with your mum or in a team yeah, with your mum? I'll have a bit of that. And uh, let's find, there was another mad story today that oh, I wanted yeah. to bring you. Let me just go and find it. What you'd like your Charlie. name to get a free pass for yeah. is in the other thing. There yeah. is a reason for this, Charlie, and uh, I will find it for you now. Minute, now, yeah. if you go down to Portsmouth, and I've, I've done this before, I have did it years and years ago, it's a brilliant thing. The Mary Rose, of course, the okay. uh, ship, Henry VIII flagship that was raised from the seabed down in the Solent and is now on, was restored and a lot of the stuff taken from it and he's on permanent display down in uh, Portsmouth in the uh, in the dockyard there. So I think it, they said there's a special anniversary coming up, 41 years since it was raised from the seabed. Bit of an odd anniversary. But what they've decided to do is if you can prove your name is Mary or Rose... Oh, very nice. ..they'll let you in for nothing. It normally costs about 34 quid oh, to get okay. into the exhibition. So if you're a Mary or Rose, you take a bit of ID, driving licence, yeah, passport, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You get in for free. So it got me thinking... Is there anything, you know, based on your name, you'd like you'd like oh, to get yeah, a bit of a, a freebie nice for? You'd like to gain entry Some or... CB radio. Free, a free CB radio, maybe for me. Yeah. Charlie. Charlie. <laughs> I mean, look, I haven't given it a whole lot of thought. No. It may be a complete cold. I think it's a good idea. So we'll put that out to the listeners. Based on your name, what are you looking to get into for nothing? The Giroud-like goalkeeping or non-Giroud-like goalkeeping appearances and winning stuff and playing sport with your old mum. Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH&J 0371722344. Uh, Steve the Owl says, Matt Fitzpatrick is a blade, so he's not having all the luck no, at the moment. Steve, no, they, they are, are Steve. They are in the Prem. Oh, Steve, Steve, Sheffield Wednesday. in the Prem. Looking over the fence there and seeing the grass is greener. Jonathan uh, in Wolverhampton says, me and my mum shared books at the bingo, won uh, 450 oh, quid. That's all right, Jonathan, isn't it? Very much in the Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick envelope yeah, yes, there, a couple please. of books at bingo. Very nice. So keep those coming. Talksport.com, text 1889, tweet TSH&J, 03717-22344. Get in touch on all that this afternoon. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hawksby and Charlie Baker here on Talksport. They're good friends at Tool Station. In the other game being played, England uh, have beaten Bangladesh today, yeah. but it's Pakistan versus Sri Lanka and Sri Lanka. Set them a target of 345 to win. Uh, they were 344 for nine Sri Lanka. Pakistan currently, after eight overs, a 37 for two. So yeah. um, a bit of Good pressure start. on Pakistan, one among the favourites for the tournament. But uh, we'll keep an eye on that one for you. So we asked you a bunch of stuff Absolutely earlier stuff. on today. Uh, the Mary Rose, the famous uh, Henry VIII flagship down 
in uh, Portsmouth Dock where you can go and visit the exhibition, which is brilliant. If you are down there, it's fantastic. Some of the stuff they found okay. on the ship yeah. and the hull of the ship is still sort of there. It's amazing, amazing stuff. Yeah. So, um, but it's the uh, 41st anniversary of them getting it off uh, the bottom of the Solent. So they're offering people called Mary and Rose free tickets, oh, normally what 30 a, what 40. What a lovely idea. So we wondered, uh, on, on the back of your name, what you're expecting to get for now. <laughs> and this is a nice one from uh, Nolsey, the borough legend, oh, yeah, modest lovely, as ever. Yeah. Um, as my second name is Knowles, I expect to get into Beyonce gigs for free. <laughs> we can put it to her. I mean, put it to her people. Um, she was over recently, wasn't yeah, she? Playing, good. At, yeah, yeah, playing yeah. at Spurs. Uh, my name is Jacob, and I believe I should get free crackers for life. No, of course, okay. yes, well, you should. Drop my you line. Yeah. yeah, a bit like Andy. Tim, the financier, has been in touch. He's changed his name to Mary Rose for this very reason. Really? By deed poll. <laughs> it's a bit extreme. But it costs £42.50. Forty-four, so he's down on the deal. He's, he's out of pocket. But he thinks that uh, if someone can find something else called the Mary Rose and offer free tickets to anyone yeah. after that, then he's then he's in 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 a in good. Finances. He's put a lot yeah, of thought well. into this. My name is Kevin Webster. Says Kevin Webster. Surely I should have access to the Coronation Street tour for free. Definitely. I bet if you rocked up with that. They'd say, yeah, go on. Oh, off you go. Yeah, go they on. would yeah, do, yeah, I think, yeah. don't, don't you think? He was in it for years, wasn't he, Coronation Street? Um, <laughs> Betty <laughs> Driver was always my favourite in Coronation Street. Betty Driver, yeah, 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 Betty's hot, 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 Betty. hot pot. They were all old um, singers, yeah. weren't they? They were all, all Manchester, all Manchester, famous Manchester nightclub ent- cabaret entertainers. Were they really? Well, in, in, originally, yeah, yeah. Betty Driver, yeah. Uh, Barbara Knox, yeah. and uh, all the... All, and a couple She's of still in it, Barbara Knox, Bet isn't Lynch. she? Bet Lynch. Rita, she's about 90. She's still in the who, show. Who played Bet Lynch? Uh, Julie Good. Julie yeah, Good, yeah. yeah. I saw a picture of her in the paper yeah, the day. They, yeah. they were all, uh, it was sort of like a, not a joke, but like uh, when it first started out, they put them in it because people from Manchester right. would know who these uh, women were and then they, there they were. You were in a soap, you were in East I've been in Charlie. a soap, I don't like to bring it up, bring did back you, Tim Did Reynolds. you ever get a chance to go into Corrie? Did you, did you never, ever never audition for Corrie? Justin Morehouse has been in Corrie a few times. Has he? Yeah, I think it's quite a... Quite um, uh, my friend Sally's in, in Coronation Street at the moment. It's quite, mm. quite iconic, isn't it? Yeah, it's my favourite. I've got to be. It's my favourite. The soaps. is it of, the, it's, of uh, all the ones? I always thought there was a little a great period of uh, just great writing. It was they, they're yeah. good at comedy. They were always very. Good. They had great comic turns. Do you like sing along to the theme Roy tune? Roy Barraclough. Oh yeah, I don't yeah, really know yeah. the words, but they've always had great comic it's just turns. Cor- you know? Coronation Street. Well, that's not annoying. Cor- <laughs> Nation Street. I oh, know, actually, it is annoying. <laughs> you don't sing along to it, Paul? No. And the cat, the little cat that turns up on the roof? Based on that, I never will again. Um, we also ask. Oh, blimey. You not, <laughs> went right through my head that day. You, you not sing along? The Sweeney, the Sweeney. Well, I'll probably sing along to that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I obviously sing along to Emma Dale Farm. <laughs> da, 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 exactly, Emma, yeah, Even there. though they dropped the farm. So, um, Matt Fitzpatrick and his mum. Um, yeah. They uh, did rather well in the uh, Dunhill Links Pro Am. In fact, they won it. You can't get much better than that, can you? Fantastic, yeah, Susan, yeah. Mum Susan, obviously well done, Susan. a fine golfer. And uh, although James from Barnsley said my brother came second to Matt Fitzpatrick's dad in a golf comp at Ganton Golf Club a couple of weeks ago, clearly a family full of bandits. No need for that, James. <laughs> for goodness' sake, <laughs> who's there? Have to be oh, good no. golfers. Yeah. It's in the blood. And his brother, on, Matt's brother. Need to get them on family fortunes. Do you think they'll do, you think they'll do that? Get well, the Fitzpatrick's on. Know. It's a different skill set, as far as I know, Charlie, isn't it? Our 
survey said and playing golf. But anyway, the reason I bring it up is uh, stuff you did with your mum. Yeah. Um, Sports-wise, you've been telling us a few stories. Uh, where's it gone? There was a cool career. Me and my fiance uh, at the time oh, used to play chair. mixed doubles badminton. We entered a good level tournament in Sussex in 1994. But had a blazing row two days. Uh, but I lost it. Where's it gone? Yeah, two days before the tournament started, she refused to play. My mum, who was 50 at the time, and an elder racket about three times in her whole life, said she would play. Because that's not what mums do. They yeah, step yeah, in. Yeah, they don't want to see I'll their boy you, upset. I'll help you out. Of course they will. She outplayed me and everyone else, and we won the tournament. Very needless nice, to say, he's, nice. he's done a needless to say. Needless to say. But normally that's followed by, I had the last laugh. But in this case, it said, needless to say, my fiance got dumped on both fronts. Says Stew the Seagull. Oh, yeah. Thank very, you very much. Very nice. Quite bitter. Still, still angers my daughter. My daughter started um, climbing, pushed climbing club. Oh, yeah. Right? Okay. And so what, they have to, what you have to learn is the knot and you do what you call belay them which is like they're on the belay row and you hold the bottom which of the is rope. indoor climbing indoor climbing you yeah. hold the bottom of the rope while they climb right but you see all these parents just stood at the, they've learned to they have to do the, the course as well to yeah. start off with and they're all stood at the bottom of the thing while their kid climbs up and down oh, right. just see all these parents stood for an hour holding a rope <laughs> Have you done it? Have you Not tried yet, it? I'm going to. I might do. I might, yeah. learn, I might learn the rope. Leon's been in touch. Okay. He said, my name is Leon, says Leon. Whenever I visit Leon, the well-known uh, oh, high yeah. street food outlet, yeah. I always tell them my name is Leon oh, nice. in the hope of a discount. No luck so far. <laughs> no, I can't imagine, yeah. <laughs> I think they're looking for a bit more. It's not the most common of names, of course. Be nice in Leon. You need slight, they need slightly, yeah. bigger, slightly bigger portions they need in Leon. Adam Abrahams says he's expecting free lifetime vehicle breakdown coverage because of his initials. I think you are pushing your luck. <laughs> Come on now. Uh, Adam Abrahams there. Yeah, yeah. Keepers. So, we wanted goalkeepers as oh, well. Yeah, goal, we? Yeah, we goal, had, yeah, after uh, Olivier Giroud winning goal. Olivier Giroud winning goal. Had made a good save, and so but Milan have gone OTT. They've put him in the goalkeepers roster. They're now selling um, Giroud goalkeeper shirts in the club shop at the yeah. San Siro. Bit over the top, but we did ask about the less successful appearances when you were an emergency keeper. Yeah, we are. We did. Um, hi, all. I arrived one Saturday for a game with the manager, asking if anyone had ever played in goal as our regular keeper couldn't make it. Largely ignored, as always. In the dressing room, I caught something yellow out the corner of my eye. Turned was immediately hit by the number one shirt. I was in. Tried to style it out. Do all the things I'd seen keepers do on Match of the Day. Channel my inner John Lukic and thought I was doing okay. Alas, not. Suddenly one of the oppo balled out to his team modes. Lads, their keeper has never played there in his life. Just shoot. Yes. My cover was blown. Yes, oh, sir. there we are. Well there we done. are. Well, very nice. So thank you very much for your story. You can keep those coming. Talksport.com forward slash H and J. You can text to eight ten eighty nine. You can tweet to T S H and J on emergency keeper tales. Um, playing with your mum. And what was the other one? Oh, yes, those names that you think should get you free access off the back of the Mary Rose. A few people story. doing the same joke, Paul, and no, we won't be reading them out. We won't Just be. So we are. Whatever they are, we won't be. If, if, well, if Charlie's the filter, they must be bad. <laughs> anyway, uh, Lioness, uh, Euros winner. Um, Jill Scott joins us uh, very shortly for a Great. bit of a chat. A lot going on in the world of women's football and beyond at the moment, so Jill joins us. Very shortly, we're here with Toolstation. Save up to 25% on trade quality DeWalt products in-store, online, or on the Toolstation app. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. 
Well, Hawksby and Charlie Baker here on Talk Sport. Um, we have Women's Champions League uh, this evening. It's a strange old format, which has seen some uh, some of the big dogs fall by the yeah. wayside. Started a while ago, didn't he? Yeah. 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 But um, he had a chat about that, an old raft of other stuff. Oh, he is uh, a former Lioness, Euros winner, yeah. Queen of the Jungle, yeah. Jill Scott. Hey, Jill. Hey, Jill. Hello, are you both okay? I'm yeah. very well, Jill. We're not bad. We were just yeah. sitting here in the break thinking. Like when you win the Euros, you get a medal. When you were queen of the jungle, do they let you keep the mace? Do you yeah, get to keep the, the little that, flower that, that hat crown? Do you get to keep any of that? I give that to um, Baba Tundi's sister, actually. Oh, right. um, she she wanted it, so I said she could have it. But, yeah, I didn't come away with anything after oh. the jungle. Wow. Well, it's, I don't know. It's been, it's been pretty good. It opened up a, a lot of different yeah. doors to you, I would imagine, career-wise, though, didn't it? Yeah, no, it's been um, it's been a crazy year actually. I can't believe it's been a year since the jungle, over a year for the Euros. It's gone so quick, but yeah, just so grateful of the opportunities that I've had since yeah. then. I think when you retire, you worry about what you're going to do next. Football is all I've known for pretty much my life since the age of five. So it's nice that now I can do a bit of talking about it. Um, I just got back from the overlap this morning. So, oh, yeah, yeah, been chatting about football, mm. which has been fun. So, yeah, just kind of opened up a lot of other avenues, which I'm very grateful for. Great. You are an ambassador for the good people at Tetley these days. They've been doing yeah. a bit of research you, you, you're going to tell us a about, nice cup aren't of tea. you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, well, Tetley approached us about taking part in a campaign where they're delivering one million, that's better, that's Tetley moments. And mm. basically, it's just about kind of giving back to the community. I think for me, whenever I go home, my first stop is my grandma's house. We have a cup of tea, we have a chat. She literally is my best mate. And whenever she says, put the kettle on, mm. just means that we can have that moment. And yeah, Tetley's done a little study into what kind of just boosts you a little bit, especially with the way the world is now. Everyone's really busy with work and everything like that. And they found that having a cup of tea, over 56% of people just find that it gives them that little boost. So it's been nice to take part in the campaign. And if people head over to the website, they can nominate someone in their community and they might get a knock on the door from myself Uh and we can just have a cup of tea and a chat. How do you take your tea, Jill? Are you sort of... Leave the bag in. I mean, have a guess, Charlie. Let's, Let's have, have a guess. guess. Well, I reckon we've seen Jill on. I'm uh, a celebrity the colour of American tan tights is always the way I like a cup of tea. Right. Well, I'm not, no not, sugar. No, we're not guessing. You're trying me. to project. Trying to now guess. I don't reckon too much milk. Okay, quite strong. Quite strong. Not no. too much milk. One sugar. I'm, I'm going, going. I'm going no sugar, Jill. Okay, let's find out. Oh. No, that's a very good guess, actually. Very strong, but I do have to have one sugar. Oh, one. So maybe I have got a little sweet side, maybe. Oh. How did that play with Serena Vigman? The one sugar? Yeah, one sugar yeah. <laughs> She's banned sugar from the canteen. <laughs> I always say before she gave the Euros announcement as to whether we were getting picked or not, I was so nervous. We literally got called into a room and it was wow. just a yes or a no. Oh. And I had four flat white coffees with four sugars. <laughs> so when I walked in, I was actually shaking. And she was like, are you okay? And I was like, just tell us yes or no, yes or no. <laughs> a lot of the time it's not about the actual cup of tea, is it? It's about the sort of all everything around it, about sitting down and making yeah. it in the chat while the kettle's boiling and all those things. 
Yeah, definitely. And I, I do think that. I think if you've had good news or bad news, it's like, we'll put the kettle on and we'll just yeah. chat through it. And I think it's just that moment to pause a little bit as well. If you have a break at work, lunchtime or something like that, it's like, oh, should we go and get a cuppa? So for me, whenever I'm a poem, I don't know if it's more of a northern thing sometimes, but going around family's houses or friends' houses, you end up having five or six cups of tea a day. But mm, yeah, yeah I, I do love a good cup of tea. So one of the things that the research, 82% of Brits think the best way to show appreciation is to simply say thank you. And, of course, we all saw that yeah. clip of you saying thank you to that German player in the <laughs> look, look like Really thank slow you. motion. I think it was thank it you. It looked like thank you, Jill, almost certainly. <laughs> we did speak to each other after that moment, yeah. um, after I'd retired, actually. And I think she said the words back to me. She sent us a video, so fair play. But, yeah, I did get a little bit... Um, well, come on! It was a Euros final. Yeah, I would have given oh, yeah. absolutely anything to to yeah. win that day. Yeah. I do think it could have backfired if we hadn't have won, but mm. thankfully the girls put in a great performance. Yeah. <laughs> we got a massive game tonight, haven't we? Manchester United in the Champions League uh, playing PSG, and we say this new format is weird because I mean we're we're seeing some some big guns dipping out of the tournament quite early. Yeah, obviously you've seen that with Arsenal. I remember being at Manchester City and you just get back from an international tournament and suddenly you're in this really important game. Uh, we ended up getting knocked out by Real Madrid like very, very early on. And it is difficult because after an international tournament, mentally and physically, you are absolutely knackered. And some of the girls would only get six days off and then mm. you're back in with club. And don't get us wrong, I know people will say it's the best job in the world and mm. it is. But I think until you've been through them physically demanding tournaments straight after a season, to only get six days off, it's, it's not enough time, in my opinion, to go to a team where you've probably got new teammates who's been recruited over the summer. So, yeah, I think it's a shame that we are losing them big teams out of the tournament early. But, yeah, hopefully Man United can put in a performance um, tonight. Obviously, they've got some fantastic players. You speak about the Lionesses, Ella Toon, Mary Earp. So, mm. yeah, looking forward yeah. to watching a good game. The shirt sold out. Did you see that? Yeah, and Mary Earp's shirt was released. Did you, quiet, get one, did you get one, Jill? Released quietly by Nike, <laughs> and uh, they sold out yesterday. I think, yeah. um, so that, that was interesting. I wonder if they've not actually said how many they put out. Yeah, I'm hoping she's kept as one, actually. I'll drop her a text. Actually, I probably won't text that a day. She's got a big game tonight. Yes, of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, the big controversy at the weekend wasn't it was yeah. in women's football. It was that sending off of Alex Greenwood for time-wasting in the 38th yeah, minute. And a lot of your uh, sort of former Lioness uh, teammates have weighed in on it. Right, he got involved. And if you were chatting to him earlier on today about that. Oh. But, um, yeah, it was it was a bit of an odd decision, wasn't it? What did you make of it? Yeah, it was, yeah. I don't think there's any way of sugarcoating it. it. It was a bad decision. I think Alex looks to go and play the ball long. The forward doesn't run. She changes her mind and plays back to the other centre-half, I think it is. And it's like to get done for time-wasting in 34, 35 minutes, it was just, it was a ridiculous decision, really. So, yeah. yeah. And obviously it was her 100th appearance as well mm. for the club. So what should have been a good day. Um, I hope she could still kind of take some enjoyment from the draw. I suppose he ended the game with nine players, so they did so well to kind of hold on, I suppose. I know Chelsea scored late on, but yeah, it was a bad decision, whichever way you mm. look at it. Um, you're, you're deep in show business now, Jill. Um, are you, are you, has it got your heart? Do you think you'll go back to football at any point? 
I want to. I do want to. Whenever <clears> I'm watching the games, um, I had a Sunday filled with football the other day watching the the men's games and the women's games mm. and i'm watching it and i'm watching it as a coach i'm like yeah. shouting at the tv so i know that's where my passion is um i love to get my football boots back on i don't just walk around the house in my football boots but <laughs> i do, full kit. I do full like, kit. wow <laughs> full john kit. burridge you know, john burridge <laughs> the great old keeper used to sit there and watch match of the day in his full kit and his gloves <laughs> Did he actually? Bud, budgie, yeah. Go and check his pictures of him. Uh, yes, he was just absolutely what a character, absolute obsessive. Yeah, John Burridge, go and find some pictures of him. He'd sit there in the full gloves on, yeah, watching match of the day on a Saturday perfect. night. Yeah. <laughs> well, on Sunday I wasn't sat in my England kit. I promise no. you. But um, but yeah, I would love to kind of get back on the grass. I've really been enjoying though um, doing a few different things mm. and stuff like that. Obviously, football was my life for literally my whole life so it's been nice to do to do different things but i think that's where my heart is yeah i mean look, it's, it's, this is fun this is a lot of fun enjoy it enjoy it while you can because yeah, it's opened course. up an awful lot of doors but as you said there's there's going to be plenty of time for you to to go back and coach i'm sure mm, thank you and <laughs> just finally england the girls are in action later this month uh they're off the back of a defeat we don't often say that they got belgium it's sold out the game but um what you just very quickly what did you make of the holland game that performance yeah, I think it was a it was a difficult game. Obviously, the the squad still got a few injuries as well. Um, the goal was offside. I think <laughs> we can yeah, we can say that. Absolutely, it was. Yeah, but you know what? It it is a difficult period. Again, I go back to off off the back of a tournament. Um, so yeah, I know the girls will just want to get back in action. I think with the defeat, you always just want to play that next game, don't you, and and get yeah. a win. But there's no reason to panic. What a fantastic team they've got. You know what? I am literally the biggest Lioness fan since retiring. I think mm. the girls are so humble, so grounded, fantastic role models. I watched them in that World Cup final, which was probably the worst feeling ever to yeah. not get that trophy. Yeah. And I watched them all take the boots off, sign them, give them to the crowds, and that was the first thing they did. And I was like, you know what? It's an absolute honour to have ever stepped on the pitch for that team. But to follow the Lionesses now, I would urge any young girls, young boys, parents to have these girls as role models because I think the future is so bright for this team. And obviously under the guidance of Serena, where can you go wrong? Good to talk to you, Jill. All the best. Thanks, Thanks very much. Thank you. Thanks so much. Take care. There's Jill Scott there, and she could be knocking on your door. Yeah, going to have a cup of tea now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she could be coming in for a brew. Half time, she does get into coaching. Half time, chucking teacups around. That's right. Well, that, we should have. Yeah, yeah, that was that would be the thing, wouldn't it? Go full bazza. Have a telly. on him. Anyway, lots more to come between uh, now and four. We're going to be joined by Rory Bremner a little bit later on the Voice of the Mall, and we're going to go and play some golf at Legoland. Oh, lovely! All to come after the news head or the sports headlines at three. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Good afternoon, it's Paul Hawksby and uh, Charlie <laughs> Baker. I just realised I was making noise, and I thought I'd just double down on it. Yeah. Uh, thanks. Um, so coming up, um, we'll be joined by Rory Bremner, who's appearing at the moment in Quiz. It was a play first, James Graham play. Yeah. James was in a little while ago. He's written the the Dear yeah. England players, any more recently. Uh, it's James about... Graham absolutely f- finds the zeitgeist, doesn't yeah. he? And, and 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 hits it with a play, and it's always entertaining, always really good. Yeah. Well, it became a, it was a, t- a 
a TV uh, play as well, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, a TV yeah, good. on ITV, and now it's back uh, at, at currently with um, Rory Bremner playing Chris Tarrant, Mark Very Benton's nice. in it, Charlie Webb, you'll know from Emmerdale, in it as well. So yeah. um, we're going to have a chat with Rory later on, and uh, we're going to go and play a little bit of golf at Legoland Windsor. I've said that. Lovely. They've opened up these little mini golf courses, Lego-themed oh, yeah. mini. They're fantastic. They look brilliant, indoor ones. So we, we get the club pro is going to join us. I'm I sure play Lego golf. It. I fall apart on the, <clears> on the green. I'm sure. Yeah, yes, many, many, there's many, many, more, many more you can do. I'm I wouldn't sure. open with it. But it's not bad. <laughs> not bad, Charlie. Not bad. And they had 10 minutes. <clears throat> um, Gaz from Gravesend said, my mum, we were asking off the back of Matt Fitzpatrick and his mum, uh, Susan, winning the Dunhill Links um, Pro-Am. Um, we wondered uh, what you've achieved with your mum, Gaz from Gravesend. Uh, my mum and I won a signed apron uh, from Ainsley Harrier, a recording of Ready Steady Cook back in the day. We had to name three different blue cheeses to oh, get the apron. Oh, nice. Made the old dear's week. Did you share it? Did she have it? Did she have the apron? Still up there? Not yeah. What else she got, Paul? Blue cheeses, if it's me Rock and you. Rock Fort. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't... So, I wasn't Rock in, Fort Files. I wasn't intending to do it. I wasn't intending... <laughs> that's your little cheesy <laughs> spin-off, is it? Yeah. I take it. Yes. <laughs> so we did ask you uh, that. We also asked you with the, the Mary Rose down in uh, Portsmouth, the, the old Henry VIII flagship. If you're called Mary or Rose, yeah. one day this month for the 41st anniversary, you get him for free rather than spending the £34 uh, to get a ticket yeah, for the yeah, exhibition. Nice. My name is Buick. Sadly, I get no discount on Buick oh, cars or on the furniture Buicks of Montrose. Very disappointed with the car company, says Stuart Buick, the Dundee United fan. Well, sometimes, you know, you're yeah, not going to get that, are you, really? Trying to get a Buick free would be... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they've got to import it. You know, import there's no tax. dealership over here. You know, Cost a fortune know, just because, yeah. Sounds like you're buying it secondhand <clears> as well, you know. I don't think anyone's going to accept that on eBay. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hold that, please. Level five. Thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to Ertzen the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to Ertzen the Channelized Bing Bingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. (laughs) Too tired to clean your floors after playtime? Forgot to vacuum before your friends bring their little ones over? Let Eufy X10 Pro Omni help. Powerful 8,000 PA suction removes debris and MopMaster dual mop pads scrub away stubborn stains with ease. Save time and keep your floors cleaner. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Right, many of you saw Quiz on TV from the James Graham 
play. Uh, it was uh, fascinating. Yeah. Huge ITV show. But it is back on tour as a play, which is uh, fantastic, back on the stage. And it tells the story, of course, of Charles Ingram, the coughing major who uh, appeared and, well, let's be honest, cheated. Yeah, you can say that. Paul. Cheating went on. No two ways about it. In Who Wants to Be a Millionaire when he won the million and playing the part of a uh, friend of the show, Chris Tarrant, is Rory Bremner, who joins us now. Hi, Rory. Hi, Rory. You've you made your mind up. <laughs> <laughs> let's be honest, he cheated. Well, I, Actually, well, you're, you're, you're in there with Chris Tarrant. Well. He's a, he is as guilty as guy <laughs> kind of calls that into question and it says because yeah. you know there's new evidence and um, okay. the audience gets to vote so you can come along and vote at the end of the first half you'll probably all be saying guilty as guy force but then we shuffle the pack in the second half and you get new uh, information and you get context and you get this and that oh, nice. and the audience gets to vote again so the audience are the jury in this and um, we've had some 30 percent we've turned around and uh, actually in Chichester we've got 50 50 wow. um, had audiences who changed their mind and and I don't think we've heard the end of this story, by the way. I think, you know, I think there's talk of another appeal and this and that. But just to take you back, yeah, mm. 25 years since Millionaire started. This is the Chris Tarrant years as opposed to the, the Jeremy Clarks years. Although I think I, I might freak them out one night instead of, <laughs> instead of instead of doing the whole thing, who wants to be a millionaire as Chris Tarrant to go to Jeremy Clarks? But anyway, so uh, it's 22 years ago, uh, weekend of 9-11, as it happened, that um, wow. Major went on. Uh, absolutely terrible the first night. It burnt two li- two lifelines, got up to 4,000, then came back the next day and went all the way up to a million. And fascinating story. But James Graham, who you I'm sure talks about, you've been all over Dear England, mm-hmm. that amazing play that he's done. He just takes these things, these big cultural moments, and he turns them into gold. And this one, so you've got all the excitement and the tension of that TV studio. And so you're recreating that in the studio with the music and the tension. Wrapped around a courtroom drama, you know, did they do it? Didn't they? Um, you know, the story of the, the of, the, of, the, of Charles Ingram and the courtroom drama and then the audience who get to vote so and we're having a ball a fantastic cast you know Mark Benton as well yes uh, fantastic yeah. actor yeah, yeah. and uh, he's having the time of his life they're playing five or six parts I mean I'm I'm just playing one part or two parts in fact because I get yeah. to play Hilda Ogden spoiler alert <laughs> um, so with <laughs> a little one let's say so what were you doing on that am I a stand um, so there's a little bit of that coming in but it's it's a, it's, a, it's great because it's, it's a courtroom drama it's also a heist because I can tell you, you're dead right, there was a group of people who called the Syndicate, I think, mm. and they got people onto the show in the first place. Because um, if you think about it, you've got to be, to get in the chair, you've got to be in the fastest finger first oh, kind of yeah. waiting room. And how do you get onto that? Um, and Charles Ingram's family were obsessed, his brother-in-law, who got onto the show four times. And as uh, Tech Quinn Whitlock says, he says, that's not coincidence. That's not another family member. That's not coincidence. Getting four four times in that chair, um, and it's because uh, they were running this syndicate of people who were quizzers. Because all the quizzers around the country, you know, there are so many as like, eggheads and chasers. And yeah, things. yeah. Um, but they talked to each other and they set up this thing. They ring up the producers, and when the producers called them back. Um, they would say, well, we're not seeing call back later. And by the time they called back, they'd set up with these people around the country with encyclopedias and stuff. So they could guarantee them to get onto the show. So we delve into that a little bit. But yeah. it's, a, it's a human drama at its, uh, at its core, but it's a heist. It's, uh, it's a whodunit. Mm. Um, and it's, it's got sort of comedy in, uh, as, as well. It's, it's, um, it's, we're having a ball. It's great. Oh, that's great. great. And did, was Chris one of one you had in the bank as an impression, or have you? Have you... Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris hates it. He said, it's absolutely nothing. Like, who are you? 
Like my Chris often quite goes he Okay, so I have never said tea and I have never said he in my life. So that's an added bonus for me, the fact that he hates it. But we have been we we just send each other messages all the time and um, he says, How's it going? Are you still nothing like me? Um, literally he sent me one this morning because I, I sent him a message yesterday with a, from my brother in law's house with a he's he uh, Chris loves his fishing, mm. and so it's in front of a a, a, a a mounted salmon which my brother-in-law caught in Norway, fifty-five pounds. <laughs> and Chris is probably the biggest salmon Chris has caught is probably about twelve pounds or oh, something. Wow. So I said to him, "I'm still landing a, a thirteen stone tarrant." I was quite generous to him there. I think he, he could be listening but, today, Chris. Yeah, he often yeah. listens to the, the show. There so must be a different. Uh, I sent him a message, and he put. I said, "It's going well." Uh, uh, all this, and he puts back. He writes back, whoever you are. Yeah. <laughs> there must be that's, a difference, though, between doing a, a a broad brushstroke sometimes, you know, to do the, a brief impression sometimes to to get yeah. that big hit from the audience for the laugh, to get yeah. that quickly. and But I have to do it over a, a, a long-form impression. must be interesting for you to work like that. Yeah, no, spot on. I mean, gosh, we're talking day after Steve Coogan's Jimmy Savile. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a thing that people go out to, and Alison McGowan's done Savile as well, and John Coulshaw's doing Les Dawson. Yeah, it is, as, I call it taking the impression out for a walk, really. And it's quite nice to do it out of the context of a TV studio. Although the, the real crunch for, for, for Chris in this is obviously that moment in the studio. But James Graham wrote a scene where he's being talked into it. And that's quite fun because that's when you see <laughs> that's when you see Chris relaxing as he would in a big bathrobe with his mm-hmm. initials on it. Saying, Are you why, why would I want to do I'm, I'm up every morning at five doing the breakfast show? I should be relaxing and fishing. And uh, Briggsy, his producer a friend from Capital talks to whose baby whose brainchild millionaire was mm. in its first because it was originally called Cash Mountain mm. and um, they'd worked at Capital for years and so he persuades Chris into it and that's kind of the bit of acting that I do in a sense but the rest of it is Chris in the chair in those moments where he is um, is the quiz master and you'll kind of remember that and it's my job mm. to really kind of get as close um, as you possibly can so that you, you know you want people to just go god I can't you know they, they, you, want, you want to think it's Chris up there um, and uh, as I say so I'm doing that up there and this cast around me playing all these different characters and um, and it's great so we, we just got to Glasgow as we speak um, mm. I'm looking at the window on the three grey Glasgow and mm. uh, then we're off to Cardiff and uh, oh listen up Cardiff Norwich yeah uh, before that you got the Lowry in Salford I believe oh, we are yeah. Yeah. Salford yeah. yeah so in turn yeah so next week Cardiff and then after that Salford Norwich Bromley Canterbury and Bath, we finish up. But if you want to go, if you've come along, quiztheplay.co.uk. I'll do that as Chris. Quiztheplay.co.uk <laughs> is the easiest way to find if we're coming to a town near you. But um, it's, uh, as I say, it's it's kind of three shows for the price of one. It's a it's a whodunit, a comedy, and yeah. uh, a bit of uh, a bit of quiz magic from the from the eight from the nineties. Fantastic! Magic. It sounds great. Have you been Have you been keeping an eye on the cricket as well, Rory? As a, as a, you know, as... fill me in. I mean, I've been on the Rugby World Cup because you know that with Gavin Hastings, it's one of my favourite. And when I got to, there's a Scottish comedian called Fred Macaulay, and whenever oh, we, yeah. we, we go, we go into the Singapore. Hi, I can't. Can you believe, guys, that Scotland was <laughs> in the same group as South Africa and Ireland? That's just how is that fair at 
all. So there's a bit of that. But the cricket, yes. Yeah, so tell me what's going on. It was Bangladesh, wasn't it, yesterday? Did they win? We won today. Won today yeah, we yeah, won today. today. It was a good. It was a much better Quite performance. Easily. They played pretty well. Uh, oh, so, do you have any stats? What happened? Because uh, they were. Going, I think they were 199 for one at one stage. Uh, well, we were we three six four for nine yeah. in our fifty overs, and uh, Bangladesh two two seven all out. Uh, Reese Topley yeah. got four for. He bowled very well. Um, uh, still scoring the too many runs. I mean, you don't need to score three hundred and sixty-four. <laughs> you know what are you doing? You see, you know these guys, Bangladesh, getting over three hundred. No, come on. <laughs> Jeff's, ne- Je- Jeff's never keen on someone doing an impression of. Does he? Uh, what has he ever? Was he? Was he no, making? Uh, no, he's probably one of those people who says, "Isn't nothing like me." What are you doing? You don't talk sounding like Eddie Waring or something. And which characters? He says, "Bumble was great." You know, you go to Lancashire and all oh, great players play straight and all that stuff. And then it was Brian Johnson, of course. I started it, and there was Richie Bennett. So, uh, but I brought up doing sports commentators, Bill yeah. McLaren, of course, the great rugby commentator, and the great Mossy. Oh, Mossy, yeah. uh, it was only a couple of weeks ago, in fact, actually, that John Mutson. The greatest, indeed, the doyen, uh, along with possibly people like uh, Barry Davis, um, who really made uh, the football memories. But I was, I was always much more cricket and rugby, so I was always much more the Test match yeah. special and, and, the, and the Bill McLarens and uh, and a few others like that. But um, big part of my life sport, uh, I absolutely love it. And uh, so you are the station, really, aren't you? We are. We, we, we like to think so, certainly. But uh, it's lovely to talk to you, Rory. Appreciate thank you, joining Rory. Us. Um, and in, enjoy the rest of the run. It, it sounds fantastic. So thank you. Oh, great fun quiztheplay.co.uk and we've got another five weeks on the road and it's it's great fun so i'm plugging it a little bit so we're loving it and you will too brilliant cheers thank you rory thanks rory cheers then guys thanks uh, so that, much that, that'll, be, that'll be a great rory night king's theater really glasgow night, then uh, that's from the 10th to the 14th new theater cardiff 17th to the 21st larry and salford 24th to 28th theater royal norwich uh and that is 31st to the 4th of november and then bromley churchill theater 6th to the 11th, I think. The Marlowe Theatre, Canterbury, I have oh, here yeah. as well. And then Bath and then Birmingham, oh, yeah. right up until Christmas, nice. by the look of it. So a great run if you want to go and see Quiz with Rory Bremner playing the part. Was it Crown of... Court on telly, Paul? They used yeah, to, yeah, they, yeah. They, they'd have a, a jury in watching That's right, it was well, interesting, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, sort yeah. Of this, maybe this new... Maybe I should say allegedly cheated. Maybe, maybe it'll exactly. come... You might, maybe, be in, you might be in massive trouble Maybe now. it'll come back to haunt me. Now, Major but, Charles uh, people on the line. Yes, that's right. Especially as he Online says, Arsenal at one point. <laughs> no, he doesn't. That's, that's Morecambe and Wise. I get those two confused. At one point, though, it would have been great if he'd just done that. Yeah. Just <laughs> the memory man act. Anyway, uh, we're off to Legoland to play a bit of golf. We've got Paddy Challenge uh, Charlie's favourite part of the week. Oh, yes. That's coming up in a few moments' time as well. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. It means we've got time to uh, for me to say uh, thank you to the Talksport listeners who turned up in Guildford and Maidstone last week. Oh, good. Paul, at yeah. my gig, that was very, very nice of them. Thank you very much. So they, they shout, all, "Go get it!" No, they go get it. They love this show. They come and they say, "Don't knock the lock," and they all come and chat to me afterwards. It's always very nice. Bromley this Friday night. If anyone's Bromley. interested, fantastic. Yes. Tickets yeah. available. Just one or two. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. So go along see Charlie and Bromley. Go and say hello. Shout his catchphrases at him. Um, do you like? Do you like having a catchphrase? I, I love it. I'd, I'd love to have a catchphrase. Yeah, like a proper catchphrase. You know, right. I'd love it. I'd love it. Like to have a. You know, my, one of my heroes is 
Bruce Forsyth, yeah, you know, to, and to and he was the king of them, Paul. Yeah, he had, I'm in charge. Yeah, uh, you know, obviously nice to see you, to see you. Not in this game. No, not in this game. Yeah, you know, I mean, the way that he was able to cultivate them because they're, they're quite hard to make them stick, aren't yeah, they? You're my favourite. As, as when, yeah. when, it, when it came a bit later, you're better on. than last week's crowd. He did all those ones. Yeah, Babacom Theatre, of course, Paul is where he made his name was in it the fifties. Really? Yes, he used to. Used to uh, do uh, summer seasons in the in the fifties. Wow. Made that? his name as you know the show being around him. And where am I filming my tour, Paul? Babacom Theatre. Yes, thank you for bringing it up. Oh, okay, thank brilliant. You for it up. That's great. <laughs> so uh, we asked you about emergency keepers because Olivier Giroud uh, went in goal on month uh, at the weekend. Yeah, club have gone a bit mad. They've now got a Giroud goalkeeper shirt you can buy in the club yeah. shops. Oh, you know that's not going to last long. But we asked about emergency keepers. Uh, this one came from Laura. From oh, yeah. Cornwall. Oh, very nice. Hey. Well, uh, a few well. decades ago, my boyfriend and his mates had booked our local uh, sports gym in Foy. Okay, yeah, nice. For a five-a-side kick around. His friend was supposed to be sorting his cousin out of playing goal, but he was busy being an avid Spurs fan. I was elated when he asked me to fill the slot. Deep in the moment, uh, and after making a few great uh, stops, um, and uh, I received a tap on the shoulder. I turned around to hear, can I have a going goal? The mate who was too busy had finally made it there. And it was Nigel Martin, oh, the then Everton well, and England wow, goalkeeper. of course, he's from, from Cornwall. From that part yeah, of the world. of course. He didn't do a bad job, leaping like a lion to stop a range <laughs> of good and terrible strikes, says Laura. Oh, but if you're nice. going to be kicked out of goal, Laura, the way to do yeah. it is to have Nigel Martin take over. When we, when we eventually get the uh, football I'd like to see, which is um, you represent your county. Yeah. I'd like to see that. You know, Nigel Martin is the obviously... The only Cornish footballer ever, really. There'll be more now. I get told all of them. <laughs> you right. think he's the only one? Nah, he's the only one who's heard of football. I don't know what football is. Well, I love. Yeah. Have you heard him? <laughs> you do love to alienate a section of the audience. You're not playing Cornwall anytime soon, are you? <laughs> Done it. They turned up. Dear me. Sold just out. A, just a very quick one on that. Imagine like replacement goalkeepers. Guard says, 25 years ago, I played in a school match. Our keeper was uh, six, so the stage was set for my mate, the sub-keeper, to finally get oh, his great, chance yeah. between the sticks. However, as it was a cup game, we had to provide uh, someone to run the line. Our teacher felt my mate was a better lines person no. than a keeper. So he put another lad in goal oh. and had my mate Yerlit run the line. That is bad teaching. That is bad. that is bad teaching. Anyway, we're off to Legoland Windsor to play some golf. They've put in three quite spectacular Lego crazy golf course we'll speak to the club pro don't, don't brick it uh, that's two I've got two now two of my Lego golf brilliant they're both they're both really strong Charlie <laughs> um, so we'll be doing that shortly we're here with Tool Station save up 25% on trade quality to walk products in store online or on the Tool Station app the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast now the kind of crazy golf indoor crazy golf uh, craze I yeah. have to use that word again uh, it's it's pretty uh, hefty at the moment there's lots and lots of places you can go and mm. have a little fun night out nice and night play out, some weird yeah. crazy golf now added into the mix and it's a beautiful looking thing is the Legoland Adventure Golf Ooh. yeah it looks sensational nice. I think they've got uh, different courses there themed indoor golf experience for the whole family very nice so I think we turn now to the club pro, uh, well, the marketing director at Lego Land Windsor, Marianne McGoldrick. Marianne, good afternoon. Hey, Marianne. Good afternoon. How are you? Yeah. Very well, thank you. I just saw a picture. This looked amazing. Yeah, it, it looks was, really uh, great. So is this the first one in existence, these, these ones that you've got at Windsor? Is this the first time this has been done? Yeah, absolutely. It's the very first one in the whole world. So it's the world's first indoor uh, Lego-themed adventure golf. And... Um, 
it's great fun. It just opened last Saturday and um, it's it's great fun for the whole family. Right. Um, how have you been getting on? Have you, your scores been improving yeah, as you yeah, try? Good, I bet you question. everybody sneaks in don't they, at yeah, lunchtime. They like a little go. Before it officially opened, yeah. everybody would have been down there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's been open. We've obviously been testing the course out. There are four courses, different Lego themes, and I've had a go, I think, on every single one. Um, and I think I'm improving a little bit, but okay. uh, I think uh, I think there's a bit more of a way to go. But yeah, as I said, there's four courses, all different Lego themes, and uh, I think kids and parents will love it. I, yeah. uh, and I'm just thinking about Lego, and it's not very flat, is it? So I can't imagine what the greens are like. Is it, is it like a Lego? Has it like got little lumps in it, where, like Lego bumps? <laughs> Well, it's it, it's a flat surface. Okay. It's like, you know, it, it, it's a flat surface, but there's lots of Lego um, obstacles on the course, yeah. and um, yeah, each course has got loads of Lego models on there, and lots of fun interactive um, pieces on the whole as well. So, um, lots of Lego obstacles to get out of the way. But yeah, there's it's not, really fun. There's not a whole way you have to wear no shoes, is there? Because there's nothing more painful than stepping on a bit of Lego in socks. <laughs> Just put a stray bit out yeah. there. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> No, you can yeah. wear. I think I would advise that you wear shoes, yeah, but yeah. Uh, I know what you mean about the Lego. This, I mean, obviously, it, it's just uh, you know, just go out there with a putter. It's not. Oh, okay. It's just. It's not. You don't. It's not a, like a. Don't bring a, a, a Not a par four, three hundred and eighty <laughs> yard dog leg right. Yet. That would Yet. be a hell of a course, a Lego thing course. But yeah. Uh, so, how many holes are there in each course? So it's nine holes, um, mm. and there's four courses. So thirty six holes in the in the in the whole attraction. Yeah. Um, Roughly take about an hour, I think, for a, a, a group of six to do each course. And so, and you can obviously pick, there's four different ones from Lego City to Pirates to mm. Medieval to uh, to Space. And so whatever one, whichever one you fancy, um, have a go or try all four of them. Now, this will be a family thing, yeah. I'm sure. Hopefully, yes. Charlie, you're going to go down there with a family, aren't you? Yeah, we'll be well so, given yeah, a try. To, yeah. But there are kind of crazy golf, mini golf completists from all over the world. So you are going to get sort of groups of people yeah. rocking up just just to play this course, course just record. just to tick it off. <laughs> absolutely, I mean we welcome uh, people of all ages, uh, mm. but yeah, absolutely. I think Legoland uh, typically is for sort of kids aged, you know, three to four plus, um, and you know, competing against their mums and dads, grandparents, friends. It should be lots of fun. But yeah, people of all mm. ages, kids, young and old. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I've got um, me and my son. We have our Legoland driving licenses. I don't know if you know that. Really? Paul. You can yeah, get you. your Lego. You can get your driving license at Legoland. Yeah, well done. Um, will you can be you off, drive will you anywhere be... else but Legoland? <laughs> no, I can only drive in Legoland okay. in a Lego car. Right. And will you be offering Legoland handicaps? You know. Um. I'm not so sure about Legoland handicaps, but we have put a maximum of five shots per hole so that mm. we don't end up with massive backlogs yeah. of queues. Ah, but, that's, uh, a, that's a good rule. That's a very good rule. Yeah. That's, that is but because, no, yeah, that's because you get you're, to 10 and you're you knocking it around. Going back, Nan, you're going back in the missing. clown's mouth, and you know, then you yeah. end up the windmill. It's a nightmare, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And you are going to get, you know, you, by definition, you are going to get some bottom lips quivering when, when like, <laughs> yes. the brother beats the little sister or vice versa. That's you know, smashing the course up. Yeah, no, no of course not. That won't, <laughs> that won't be happening. I'm sure, there's a high level of security. But it does look fantastic, Marin, really. It's, uh, it, it's beautifully designed. And, uh, Charlie, you'll have to report back when you've, yeah. uh, when you've played the course. And, and is it constant? Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team, which is the Lego in the Lego movie, Paul. It's yeah. the song that is just on all the time. It's, is 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 everything awesome? Everything is awesome at Legoland. Yeah, um, I think 
It's funny you talk about the Legoland driving licenses. That's something that's a ride that we've had here since we opened um, 26 years ago. And many generations, I think, of kids have earned their first driving license at Legoland. And I hope that more generations will come and enjoy the adventure golf. Yeah, yeah, Although Charlie's got nine points on his. <laughs> this is slightly worrying. <laughs> you should have nine points on a I'm Lego up, I'm license. Up, I'm, up, really. I'm up with the Lego magistrate next week. <laughs> That's it. It's an absolute nightmare, if I'm honest. That would be great, wouldn't it? You've probably got some sob story, haven't you, Charlie? Tempt to get off. You'll be on old Christmas is coming. I'm in Lego Lego jail. Yeah, oh dear. Well, I'm sure that won't be the case. Anyway, Marion, we will. Charlie is going to have a game and he'll report back, but it looks fantastic. Thanks for joining us. Brilliant. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Bye. Marion McGoldrick there for the marketing director slash club pro at Lego Land Windsor. (laughs) Yeah, in the club shop. Nine oh. points, Charles. A disgrace. Absolute <laughs> disgrace. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, there, there we are. Is. That was this afternoon show. Yeah, Charlie singing the Coronation Street. Oh, oh, oh. man! Really annoying child, Paul. Imagine do you do it. that? <laughs> Imagine me at ten. Do you do oh. that to your kids? Do you do that to annoy oh, yeah, your daughter? I do everything to everything yeah, to yeah, annoy yeah. everyone. Bet. Anyway, um, I'm back with Andy tomorrow. He can be pretty annoying as well, Andy, <laughs> but in a very different way. But anyway, Andy's uh, with me tomorrow. Uh, Charlie's back on Thursday for the spread and all that. Do hope you can join us. If not, podcast available at around four. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. We love our pets, but when the floor is covered in fur, that's harder to love. Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has powerful 8,000 PA suction to make hair vanish from floors in just one pass. Plus, the roller brush has automatic detangling for easy hands-free maintenance. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. At TalkSport, we absolutely love it when our fans get stuck in. That's why we want you to join us in The Dugout, a brilliant new TalkSport listener community. It's a place where you can tell us what sports you're into and who your favourite teams are. And tell us what you think we could do better, like big guests and new sports and that. You could win an Amazon voucher for taking part. What are you waiting for? Visit TalkSport.com dugout and get stuck in. 18 plus, terms and conditions apply.